Hello, everybody. How are you doing? It's Monday. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't speak Spanish. Hola. That's about all I got. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, figured we'd, uh, you know, popular, uh, uh, you know, people were asking for it. So we figured let's do a let's do a Monday night show just kind of talking about the messy unveiling experience. Love to get your thoughts tonight on that. Ed will join uh, when he can, because as you know, when we do when he does these shows on Monday, it's always 9 p.m. ish. So uh, with the ish, he'll get in here when he uh, when when he gets off work and when he has when he gets a chance. But in the meantime, I'm here with you guys, and I appreciate you um, you know playing along and and uh, let's let's talk about what happened last night. And for those of you that were there, I was, but I have you know funny story, interesting uh, it, turn of events, the way it all kind of happened and everything like that. But before we get to all of that, let's go to Canesware because that's where you need to go to get all your messy merchandise. You want some messy merchandise? Go and uh, you know get the go to Canesware. They're located Davie, Florida, off 595 and University Drive, just south of 595 is what I mean. Uh, and you know they've got all the messy branded shirts that you want. Uh, they've even got one of their own little unique kind of goat shirts. I'm gonna go and get myself. So that's where you need to go. Support you want to support us? Support our sponsor. And so that's uh, that's if you want to get your uh, your 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 pink or your black messy jersey, that's where you should go. Um, Kata is jumping in saying, "Does Canewear have it?" Now I don't think anybody has it just yet, but you could do just like everybody else. Go reach out to them, find out when they're going to get it in. Um, I found I've heard that there's a waiting list. Um, till November or December if you're getting it through fanatics right now so you know there's there's obviously it's gonna take a little time to to get there I mean if fanatics is 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 uh filling orders that are like late in the year I mean that's after the MLS season at that point do you still want the pink jersey I'm curious because you know the pink jersey is gonna get redone uh in the off season I don't know but uh you know Kane's words where you should go to support and and get your get your inner Miami gear give them a call Find out what they got. Just drop in. See what they got. So. All right. Well, uh, as you guys know, I'm used to having Ed here. I bounce off of Ed. So when he's not here, I, I, I uh, mumble more. But so interesting thing. As, as you guys know, uh, the, yeah, the, the event, well, there was a lot of rain. But I, I went there and, I, you know, I had, I had some tickets. I got. Two tickets delivered to me from being as a um, uh, season ticket holder. But I was bringing an additional one or two people. Ended up being just one uh, additional person. So three people in total. Luckily, uh, Southern Legion uh, sent me a couple of extra tickets as well. So what we ended up doing is when we eventually got in, we sat over in the supporter section just so we could sit together. So there was right there, though, that was some confusion before the event ever even started. And we can, you know, I'm, I'm dying to know your, your thoughts, but we'll get into that soon. But the, 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 the miscommunication from Inter-Miami, uh, my ticket rep now, as you guys know, if you follow along, I don't get the, the team uh, uh, emails. I don't get them unless they're sent directly from my ticket rep. Like he'll send them to me personally and then I get them. But with their automated, you know, group text, uh, group uh, emails, I don't get them. 
for whatever reason. So Teddy um, Minogue, I think is his last name, sent me the message. And it, and it says, basically it says that it's general emission. General, even though the tickets that we all got had sections and seat numbers, it said it was general admission. And then as you start fishing around online, you see some other people that reached out to their ticket reps and their ticket reps told them, no, it's not general admission. So there was, you know, some unsureness. I mean, I heard it was somebody had said, well, it's just a poorly worded email. Well, poor, uh, poorly worded is, is right because, you know, that was, that was an issue. Um, you know, so we, people just didn't know where they were going to sit and things like that. But anyways, I forgot to do this again, because Ed's not here. Let's say hi to all you guys that are in the chat on a Monday night. Uh, so first off, first person I see in the chat is Bruno. Bruno, I saw you there at the game from a distance. You didn't see me, but I saw you. Uh, one world, one goal is here as always. Sport shorts is here. Kata, what's up, guys? Jose Velasquez. And the last one I see at the moment is B. King. Great event yesterday. And that's one of the things I want to talk about. So a great event, whether it was or whether it was not. Um, so, but going back to, you know, so I got there. I got to the game. I brought my daughter and, and, her, and her close friend. So two 18-year-old two girls and myself. We go, there are troopers. Um, we saw, we got there plenty early. And once we got there, uh, you know, there's, there was a massive lines to get in. So we're there before the gates open. Took a little while to get in, but in the parking lot was way more packed than usual, which was surprising. Surprising to me because we've all, uh, I've been to that stadium. A lot of us have been to that stadium when, it was, when it's been sold out. First game was definitely sold out. There was way more cars in this parking lot than, than there's ever been. So there must be a lot of people that just went there to park with no intention of getting into the stadium. We're hoping maybe they could get into the stadium. Granted, there's 3,200 extra seats now because of those, those bleachers in the corners. But that's still, there wasn't 3,200 extra cars. I don't know. It just seemed, it seemed overly crowded. But, hey, that's a good problem. So we, we see there's clouds there. And just as we park, my buddy Julio pulls in right behind us, coincidence, and they're staying in their car. They're not getting out. They want to wait until these clouds maybe pass, figure there's no rush. I see there's a long line. I'm Mr. Uh, want to be on time to things. So we go and we get in that line. We're in that line for literally like five minutes. The line is wrapping around Drive Pink, basically, near gate one. Get in that line and pretty quickly... It starts pouring, and if you guys were there, you saw it went from zero to 100 like that. I mean, it started coming down hard and fast. It was pretty ridiculous, and it was coming down so hard. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a game, or I'm sorry, in the rain, where the rain hurts. The raindrops were coming at so, so hard, so fast, with so much wind, it hurt. And, and, and I told my, my, my daughter and, 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 um, and, and her friend to go run down underneath some tents that were close by. They stood there for a little bit. And then, and I, you know, I was like, all right, I'll just suffer through this. 
But then it just seemed like it was getting worse and worse and worse. So we decide, let's all run to the car. So we go, we run to the car. We sit in the car for hour, hour and a half, lightning left and right. And at this point, you see a lot of people leaving. And we stayed for a long time. And eventually we said, screw it. It doesn't look like the rain is starting to let up, but the lightning is not. We're going to leave. Now, Ed's not here to tell his side of the story yet, but I do know what happened to him because we're chatting at the same time. They never got into the parking lot because they got there a little bit later than I did figure, right? Ed's always late. But uh, um, they, they, they probably never got wet because they didn't get out of the car. They, they, um, um, you know, just gave, they eventually gave up. Right. And, and it kind of made sense. He had a full car with babies in the car and all that. He's all, you know, grandpa Ed and all that kind of stuff. So they, they bailed on it, but, uh, and we eventually decided to leave as well. So we went to the Chili's that's close by, uh, drive pink off of power line. And we were like, let's just go eat. And, you know, we tried. Literally right after we sit down, we hear, I see a Twitter message that uh, they've just now started to let people in. So we decide we'll, we'll finish up eating and we'll, we'll get back. So we did. In the meantime, and all this is happening, as some of you guys are already commenting in the chat, Kata saying they rushed one of the gates. So I think that was gate two where people rushed the gates. Maniacs in the rain. Um, the, the security was not letting anybody in. And I know a lot of people were probably getting upset about this because we're stuck here in the rain. Let us in. Right. But at that point, there's so much lightning. I can understand why someone from up above might just say, shut it down. Tell everybody to go back to their cars. It's the responsible thing to do. There's a lot inclement weather. We don't want to be responsible. Right. So, it, but they rush the the gates there's video out there i was gonna pull it for tonight but i had some uh, some issues before coming on uh so so they rush the gates a bunch of maniacs they get in and apparently they overpower the security security gives up P tickets aren't getting scanned they just run in who's shocked by that i mean i i guess some people might be uh uh, uh you know here, Bruno's saying it was too full. Dozen ran in when it poured at gate two. Security abandoned their post. Um, yeah, I don't know if they abandoned their post or they got overwhelmed. And, and, and at that point, they're like, screw it. I'm making minimum wage. I'm out of here. But, uh, you know, it's I, 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 I don't blame in my the way I've, I'm a big guys. I'm a big time rule follower. I don't blame security. The, the stadium or the security, I understand them locking it down and telling people get, to go back to their cars. Y'all that, that, that stormed the gate are a bunch of idiots. You shouldn't have done that. Go back to your car. It's not, you know, you're, you know, I mean, is it that? I mean, it's, it's a big deal to see Messi. I get it, but just come Friday. Come to one of the games that's coming up. Chill out. Cause, you could cause riots, problems, kids getting trampled. Anything could happen. So, uh, yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't start well. It, it was, it was very bumpy from the beginning. Um, but I like what Kata's saying here. It's showing that we're not ready for messy effect. Well, I, you could say this, they're definitely, um, 
They weren't expecting the storm to, to really throw. It's just, isn't that so South Florida, so Miami, though, that a big, massive storm comes in and just screws it all, screws it all up? It just, you know, seems to be so apropos that that would happen to us here in South Florida. We get, we get criticized so much. Uh, about you know so many different things and it just does not come as a big shock or surprise that this might happen to us it just you know it's just it just can't go smooth right it's, it hasn't been smooth getting the team hasn't been smooth uh building stadiums and so why should this be any different you know we're sitting in here in last place that hasn't been smooth so i guess it's it's it, it, it's fitting i guess it's fitting that it just it, it, it went the way it went um, sports shorts saying security will be, um, something on July 21st. Uh, so hopefully they'll be, they'll be better. Um, one thing I did notice when I eventually I did get into the stadium was they did add, uh, these new automated scan ticket scanners. So they did, they did do some upgrades instantly, really, really quickly, um, in preparation for this messy stuff. I, I, I guess they assume uh, people can get through quicker if they scan the tickets themselves. You know, I mean, it's here nor there. I think it's about the same as it was when someone scans it for me. I don't know. But um, that was, that was, it was, uh, was kind of cool. I like technology. It was kind of cool. But anyways, yeah, so we were, we were at, we were at Chili's, me and the girls, and eventually we're sitting at Chili's. We're, we, at this point, we've given up, right? We're, we're just like, we tried, we're soaking wet. We're miserable. We're actually in Chili's shivering because we're cold, but we want to eat. And so eventually after we finish eating, and we didn't rush through the food. We just finished. And then we said, well, let's just go give it a shot. We'll just drive back over there. We've already paid for parking. We'll drive back over there and just see whatever we could see. And we ended up having to park pretty far out. It wasn't in the yellow lot anymore. It was somewhere in, I think, the orange lot. I'd never parked over there before. Um, had a bit of a walk. And as we're walking in, David Beckham is giving his speech. So we missed a tiny bit. Not too bad. Wasn't too upset because it was kind of in that situation where this night hasn't gone the way we expected. It is what it is. So we, my daughter and her friends were, were, friend were super excited. They were getting uh, – my daughter's not even into to soccer, but she was getting uh, uh, you know, um, excited to see Messi in person, to see the impact. The, 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 so many people want to come see Messi. And that stadium was full. Stadium, um, definitely people wanted to see Messi, and it was full. Uh, Bruno saying the new upgrades did look sharp. Uh, Kata is saying that this debut uh, is way too rushed. What's the point of forcing Messi Busquets if the ex exert and get injured? Um, I think they'll be fine. I don't, I, you know, as far as, as far as playing, um, in, in this weekend and Friday's game, I think they'll be fine. Uh, who knows if they play the whole game? I hear that they're going to, but I would not, I, I expect them to come in like 70th minute. Let's be honest. But so, um, if anybody in the chat had a different experience than mine, I'd love to hear it. Um, uh, as always, I didn't mention this before. But you can give us a call, 786-474-4435. I have a couple of calls already lined up, so we can get to those pretty quick. Um, but 
yeah, if, if you had a different experience getting into the stadium, um, a worse experience or a better experience, let me know. Let us know in the chat. Uh, I Okay, here's something I agree with B. King. Disappointed they moved season ticket holders from their seats. That was ridiculous. Uh, you know, the, the, the fact that, you know, my section is section 116, row 34, seats 9 and 10, 10 and 11, something like that. that. Those are the seats I should have been given. But yet I was given section 129, which I guess would have been better because that was on the west. And, but I couldn't sit there regardless because if they're assigning seats, I brought three people. Uh, you know, there's three of us as opposed to I only have two season tickets. So, um, yeah, that was, that was frustrating, especially for somebody that has spent more money. We have friends, and you guys have heard us talk about, and you our friend Patrick, and we remember, if we get to 5,000 uh, subscribers, we are giving away some front row VIP tickets to uh, a game, a messy game. Yeah, Nats now, any game, right? Because can't guarantee he's going to play, but he's on the team. But uh, we're going to give those away as soon as we get to 5,000, so help us get to 5,000. But somebody like that, somebody that's paid a bunch of money to get these awesome seats, now gets relocated somewhere else? somewhere lesser than my thought was maybe those certain sections and certain seats were being held off for the VIPs, but I don't think so because it seemed like all the VIPs were in the luxury boxes in the owner's boxes where they seem to all be hanging out. So it doesn't seem to make any sense that other than it was easier for them to do some sort of randomized, uh, uh, you know, a seat assignment. It did not. I didn't, I didn't like that. Bruno's asking, what do you think of the new bleachers? The stadium being packed was impressive. The bleachers definitely look kind of um, janky a little bit. Uh, but look, they went up so fast, I didn't even have time to do a, a construction video. I filmed one, um, and I didn't have time to, I didn't get around to editing it. So, And, and by the time I was going to edit it, it was already outdated. Those, those stands went up lightning fast and for the for the fact that they needed to get them up quick i guess they're fine what i would prefer is on the bottom part where you see all that metal put some black you know i call scrim because that's what they call it in disney um some black you know fabric over it brand it within her miami or something just to cover up some of that that metal but they, they're not terrible like they make sense it was done quick what i would like to see is for them to use that just for this season and then in the offseason put in some real damn seats. I, I'd prefer for them to, to really do a better job um, in in the in the uh, you know in the offseason. All right, hey, why don't we um Why don't um, why don't we uh, listen to a voicemail or two? Here we go. Here's one that came in um, Thursday, actually. So this was before the event, but it's still, I think, um, apropos. And um, they they actually wanted Ed's voice uh, on this, but I still don't see Ed anywhere, and he's not in the chat. He isn't. So I'm assuming things are running late for him. So I'll we'll just get my opinion on this voicemail. Here we go. Hey guys, uh, this is Broward Heron. Uh, 
I think this is my first time leaving a voicemail for you guys. But anyways, I was just really curious. What do you guys think about this new fan group called The Messiahs? Um, not too sure how I feel about them just yet, but um, I really wanted to get your guys' opinion on it, especially uh, Uncle Ed, because I know you're affiliated with the Southern Legion. Um, so yeah, I was just curious, what do you guys think about them? Uh, do you guys think they'll be getting any supporter privileges in the future? And, and what do you think the other fan groups think about them? And yeah, so thanks so much for all you guys. So I saw them, I think, are those the same people that brought a goat? There was, I saw some video of uh, somebody had a goat out at the game, at the stadium before early on. Um, and, and I see there's a question here from Matt Z, and we'll get to that in just a minute because that's a, a, a good question. to follow up to what we were just talking about. Um, who I think, Matt, you're in, from St. Louis, right? Um, they got a nice looking stadium. I'd love to go see that, uh, go see St. Louis uh, uh, play a game. Uh, anyways, the new supporters club, see, I'm a fan. I'm torn because I've been recorded and and I've been I've said this for years and I've said it on a Southern Legion video just recently that bandwagoners, we welcome you, we want you, come on because we need all the fans we can get. So that's my thought on on generally on that. But I'm also not I'm kind of torn because I'm not a big fan of people that just show up, the Johnny Come Latelys that just show up. And they're, and I don't have a problem with Johnny Come Latelys that show up and stick around. But I have, I do not, those, these people, the Messiahs are not, what are they, 305 Messiahs, whatever they call themselves, they are not sticking around after Messi's gone. You know that. They're, they're here to watch Messi play. They're going to worship him and, and, and love him. And they may wear some pink. Uh, but I doubt they'll buy Inter Miami jerseys. They'll probably just, or maybe they will. Maybe they will. I don't know. I, I shouldn't cast judgment. But I don't think they'll stick around past the two and a half years of his playing time. Even if he extends the year, they're here for just the length of time that this that he's playing for the team. And I don't dig that. I I have no problem if your first introduction to this team was messy and you want to jump on and have fun and enjoy and enjoy the ride. But once you jump on, you stay on. I'm a firm believer and you support local. If you're if you're from South Florida, you support you should be supporting the Dolphins, the Heat, the Marlins, and Inner Miami. If you're from South Florida, unless you're a transplant, then I guess I get it. But uh, you know, support Inner Miami. Support your local team and from the good and the bad, regardless of if your favorite player is with or the team or not. So you, you know, so and I would think that the support that I don't think they'll be getting any kind of uh, supporters club privileges like the others. I don't think they'll be recognized as supporters clubs because they, they've got to prove themselves. They've got to be around longer. Um, so that's just my opinion. I, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm kind of torn on them. Uh, I, I want I welcome more fans. We want more fans. We want that stadium to be full all the time. We want it to be you want it to have a waiting list to get in there. No, you know, all, you know. Games, even if we're playing a crappy team, well, heck, we are the crappy team. But uh, no matter what, I, I, um, you should support the team regardless. And so I welcome them, but stick around. That's all I could say. Just stick around. All right. So I saw that Matt Z had a question. So, so wait, going forward, you are sitting somewhere else and not in your season ticket holder seats? No, that was just for the event. So for the event, uh, the unveiling event, 
uh, we our seats were randomized and you were sitting wherever the heck they told you you're sitting. Uh, but for and for the League's Cup, that was a separate ticket. So for the League's Cup, I've got two tickets for that. Ed and I will be going that, but we're sitting near the Supporters Club, not because, hey, I wanted to sit in the general admission because as much as I love the Supporters Clubs, I'd rather sit on the east or west side. I'd just rather sit there. Um, so, but these were the seats I could get and the seats I could afford, and they were still $215 each. So those obviously are not going to be my season tickets either. But, you know, come the MLS regular season, we're back in our regular seats at all, you know, it's all the same as it was before. So just be more crowded. Normally, in our section, 116 sec, row 34, that row is empty. It is literally just me, Ed, and Julio sitting in that entire row to ourselves. Almost every game. That's over. That's, that's going to change. And, and, and that's one of those things. I was even talking to my daughter. It's like... It's one of those, you want the stadium to be full because of the atmosphere, it's good for the club, all that kind of stuff, it's great. But there's something to be said about having the space to just stretch out. I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss the opportunities to uh, stretch out but because it's going to be jam-packed from, from, from now on. Right, right, Eric. Not anymore, Peter Brown. Yep, not anymore. I'm not going to be able to stretch out anymore. So, you know. There's that. All right, another voicemail. Uh, everybody. How the hell are you doing today? It's America's favorite uncle, Uncle Ned. And you know what Uncle Ned says, boys and girls. Fam, fam, fam. A happy, messy, must, damn, a damn, damn. Well, uh, um, Uncle Ned just got finished uh, coming back from uh, South Florida. I had to, uh, me and my nephew, we had to help um, uh, our, our dear friend, uh, Franco, I mean, uh, uh, Pizarro Pack. So uh, we just got finished, uh, you know, taking him to the airport. Um, I am glad to see uh, Messi finally in uh, Inter Miami colors. It's a great day for, uh, not only for uh, Inter Miami, but it's a great day for MLS. Even though there's a lot of haters out there, but uh, it's a great day for Major League Soccer because, like they say, a rising tide lifts all ships. And uh, I don't think we really truly understand the impact that uh, Messi's going to have. Um, not only of this sport in the United States, but uh, also in the league, because now teams are going to have to be forced to uh, spend above the $5 million that they're currently spending. Um, and I really do think that we're going to have, within the next few years, more than just uh, three DPs, more than just, I think it's 2.8 uh, mil to spend on TAM, um, and uh, more than a $5 million salary cap. Per, uh, per, uh, per franchise. So um, I really do think the day is coming where uh, Messi is going to revolutionize. Well, not revolutionize it. I can't say that. But he's definitely going to take Major League Soccer to another level. Right now we're at um, MLS like 2.0-ish, right? This is uh, 
definitely above the where it used to be when uh, before Beckham came in when it was at 1.0. Now we're at 2.0. We're about to be at 3.0. So buckle up, guys. It's going to be uh, exciting. And one last thing, guys. When do you guys think that Alba's coming in and all of the new guys? Uh, you know, like they, uh, Diego uh, Gomez, I think, kid, and uh, Facundo. Uh, Facundo, I forgot his na- last name. Ferias. Uh, when do you guys think those guys are going to come in? Anyway, uh, shout out to my guys, um, downtown Peter Brown, Uncle Ed. Love you guys. Exciting time. I'm over the top. Shout out to the team and the family out there and, uh, and, uh, football man, MBCB, uh, nation. So talk to you guys later. Peace. Yeah. So a lot of new players still coming in. I know I see some people wondering like, Hey, wait a minute. Um, how in the world are you able to spend as much money as you're spending with as many players as you have? How much money do you actually have? Is it, is Miami cheating yet again? And and even I think Ed and I in, in chats are like, God, I hope they're uh, working with MLS this time. Because I always say, you could cheat in MLS as long as you're doing it with MLS's knowledge and they're on board. And they're on board with anything to make this messy thing work. So, uh, but... What we, we definitely have a ton of TAM and GAM money available, and, and they don't release the amount, so we don't know exactly how much. But uh, we ha- as far as the Diego Gomez that uh, Uncle Ned was talking about here, that uh, it's a five-year deal, which seems awful long, but that's one of the some, – somebody wrote to me and for a reported fee of $3 million. And $3 million, that's – and he, but he's at 20, so that's going to fall under that U22 initiative, which is kind of like additional DPs. The hit is a little bit lower, is lower than a DP. And it it's, gets confusing because you've got your young DP, which is Campana, and then you've got, but that counts as one of your three DPs, but it just is, it's just a lower cap hit, whereas a DP cap hit is a little over 650,000. Um, a young DP, I'd have to look it up, but it's it's maybe half that, right? And then the the U twenty two initiative players are kind of like DPS, but the, and they have I think it's under two hundred thousand, one hundred seventy five thousand, something like that cap hit. But you could pay above and beyond. And I think each team might get three of those. So getting these young players like Gomez and the Facundo guy, um, you know that that uh, that's how they're making those happen. And and I've heard. That and you guys have probably heard all the same stuff on on social media and things like that. I'm trying to go through some of my messages, um, and that he was supposed to be arriving. Gomez was supposed to arrive today, is what I had heard, to sign a contract. So he's coming in, um, and so he should be ready soon. You know, it's. Um, who knows how long, whatever paperwork, that's going to take another week or two probably, I imagine. So, um, uh, you know, I guess maybe a week or two, right, for him. Jordi Alba, from what we, from everything that we hear, is he's having a baby any minute. And so, you know, again, I don't know if they've already filed his green card paper or not work visa paperwork or what, but, um, you know, that's the problem with this is once they sign the contract, there's still, you know, a little bit of time that needs to be, you know, you need to deal with getting the, the work visas. Now, you saw that they got Busquets and Messi's visa real quick. So they do have the ability to get them done quick when, when need be. So, 
God is mentioning at the event, Frances Suarez and Burhalter booed. Yeah, that was funny. I didn't know that Suarez, uh, uh, the mayor of Miami, was was disliked. So I saw that he was in, in this montage of players welcoming, of people welcoming uh, Messi that uh, he got he got uh, booed. Um, not surprised about Burhalter getting booed. I had to explain these things to my daughter because she didn't understand why. And Bruno saying rightfully booed for Burhalter. Understood. Uh, Kata saying, got to try messy burger and now messy chicken sandwich. Meals are starting to add up. Yes, you are right. Me and Ed were planning on doing that on Saturday. My fault. Had to cancel. Had family in from Brazil for the entire last week. And that was like their last full day in South Florida. So I couldn't leave. I had to do a family barbecue and hang out pool day and all that kind of stuff. Just have a good old fashioned family day with this family that we only see every four or five years, maybe. So, um, you know, there's that. Um, I saw a question in here about thoughts on, uh, Miami FC. Thought it was from Baldwin 4. I can't find it right now. Anyways, asking if Miami FC might call it quits now. Hey, from everything I'm hearing, no. They're, they're not. There was even talk of them trying to push for a second MLS team. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I don't know. You know, the, their owner, um, Ricardo Silva, I mean, he's got money. He's got money to burn. And, I mean, nobody shows up to their games. Uh, you know, it's so it's... It's, I don't know if it's just, it's just a, a tax write-off or what have you. I love that. I like that they're there. More soccer is great because there are, there, there is a handful of people, apparently not a ton, right? There are a handful of people that just are anti MLS and they hate MLS. So Miami FC is there to serve that purpose. And I don't know if you guys heard this, but USL is talking about, uh, doing promotion relegation. And that's the league to do it in. It's not as big of a commitment to join that league as it is in MLS. So if if somebody in the United States is going to toy around with that idea and experiment with it, it totally makes sense for it to be on USL. And they're looking at it like one of the owners said something to the effect that for survival, they kind of need to do something like that to differentiate themselves from MLS because otherwise MLS you know, we'll kind of kill them over time. And, you know, so I think they're sticking around. Jose Velasquez asking, Peter, what do you think about Inter-Miami signing Argentinians now? Is it to make Messi happy? It feels like deja vu, though, because when this team first started, we started signing a bunch of uh, Argentinians. And it was like, what are we trying to be, the Argentinian national team? Um so yeah, they are definitely signing some um, some Argentinians. But what Esteban Mejia says here is that Farias is Argentinian and Gomez is Paraguayan. So they're not all Argentinians, but there does seem to be a bit of an influx, right? And is that to make Messi happy? I would say no. I think they're just looking for uh, good players at an affordable price to fill out this roster. They know that they've got to do something. Last place is not, you know, that 
Inter Miami cannot be in last place. Now, otherwise, if we stay in last place with Messi, it's a failure. Not this year. This year, I don't know that Messi and Busquets are enough or even Jordi Alba are enough to get us out of last place. Um, I think I had read somewhere that we have to win like eight out of the nine games. That's not likely. Even with Messi, that's not likely. This feels a little bit similar to what maybe it was for when Beckham came in. When Beckham came in, LA Galaxy were in a similar position. I believe they were in last place as well his first year. He didn't play a whole lot because he came over kind of with a, some sort of not uh, injury, but he played a little bit. They did not make the playoffs, uh, but they they kind of retooled. And I don't know. I don't think they made the. I think they were slightly better the next year, but then the the following year after that, I think they made it to the championship game. Something something to that. I'm just uh, digging through the uh, the dead brain cells there to come up uh, with something. Um. Oswald Jimenez, welcome. He says, I live in southwest Florida, Cape Coral, to be exact. At Cape Coral, I used to be friendly with a guy that had a lower-level um, soccer team up there. Uh, travel two hours to watch the team. Now, that is that is a good fan. Uh, been a season ticket holder since last year. I hope bandwagon fans can support the team with at least a jersey purchase. I would agree. Um, and that's actually one of the shots I've heard fired towards supporters clubs in general, that the supporters clubs, and this is not specific, his comment wasn't specific to supporters clubs, but I've heard some people throwing jabs at supporters clubs that they only, you know, they buy their own gear. They're all wearing their Southern Legion, their, their Siege and their Vice City gear. They're not wearing Inter-Miami gear and that they don't spend a bunch of money on Inter-Miami gear. They, they buy it all their own. I don't know that that's, for a, that's a fact, but you do look around the stadium. Everybody's wearing their Southern Legion stuff. Um, so, But I would agree. They, they need to at least spend the $200, buy themselves a messy shirt, an official messy shirt. Now, this is an interesting thing, too, is uh, that we've never had uh, you know, counterfeiters at the stadium. And I always wondered, where are they? Why haven't there been counterfeiters at the stadium yet? Back in the Miami Fusion days, we had counterfeiters that were there. They were there and they would, they would, wear, they would sell Miami Fusion uh, knockoffs and some of them were pretty nice. Uh, so now they definitely, we, that, that was not the case with Inter-Miami. They're here now. They're selling these bucket hats. They're selling a bunch. A lot of people bought these bucket hats, these messy bucket hats. I don't know how much they were. I didn't ask. And then there's a lot of people wearing these knockoff uh, Inner Miami shirts. And you could tell from a distance, they look pretty good. But you could tell because the color is just a little bit off. It's not quite right. But those, but those knockoffs are there. And so I, I see a lot of these people wearing the knockoffs. And I read in the Athletic... Uh, they interviewed a, some fans, and one Argentinian guy said, "Hey, we're not like Americans. In other words, we're, they're happy to, to to buy the the knockoff jerseys, and they're not necessarily going to spend the two hundred dollars on the official jersey." I don't know. Um, I, you know, I, look, if you can't afford, the way I look at it is like, if that, I, I'm curious, does anybody know how much the knockoff shirts were? Okay, here here he goes. Kata is saying that they're 60 bucks. They've been out there since Messi announced he was coming. Right. 
but they were not out there before Messi was announced. Um, so for $60, I would not buy that. Um, my argument, I was telling my daughter that if, if the knockoff shirts were like 15, 20 bucks, I buy one and I wear that shirt around, you know, just when I'm sweating, you know, I'm going to the gym and, and stuff like that. But any other time for, for a 200, a $200 shirt, you know, um, you know, to get the name on it and to get an authentic shirt, you're spending just under 200 bucks. I'm not wearing that to the gym. That costs too much money. I'm going to be very careful with that. But a knockoff jersey that's dirt cheap, I'll throw it around a little bit more and, and, and you know, not worry about, you know, I'll wear it when I mow the lawn or whatever, be repping inner Miami everywhere. I don't care. But for 50 or 60 bucks, uh, I'm seeing different prices popping in. Uh, B King is saying 50, Sports Shorts is saying 40. So, um, you know, the different numbers, different numbers are coming in. Um, look who has arrived. Uncle Ed's here. Cannot hear you, Ed. So you got to, got to work on your, your audio. Nope, no, nope, no, nope. can't, can't hear you, Ed. So work on your audio and, and, and we'll get back to you. So Ed's trying, Ed's trying. He's in the green room right now. He's, he's trying. Um, can he, he, it looks like he can hear me, but, um, we'll try him again. Uh, but he is the problem with Ed is, is, is he's got, he's got a bunch of kids running around and, and they kind of knock on, you know, unplug stuff. And so his settings uh, sometimes change from week to week because he's got all these uh, rug rats running around unplugging things. Am I, shake your head if I'm right. <laughs> nope, I'm not right this time. Okay. <laughs> um, in, my, in my case, my rug rat has grown up and uh, nobody comes into this room and nobody uh, messes with anything. So, you know. It's always the same settings over and over. Ed, you're getting you're getting cheered on. Richard Greenberg says, "You can do it, Ed. You can do it." My night is complete. Ed is here. We can't hear him, but he's here. The pink on the first jersey is very faded on Ed's shirt. Yeah, that first shirt, the pink wasn't quite right. It was so light. It was so light. Kata is saying he has talking about counterfeit shirts. He has a fake Colombian shirt from two four, from twenty fourteen for thirty bucks. So yeah, maybe it's been thirty. Maybe, maybe. I, I when I was in Brazil, one of the times I was in Brazil, um, we went to see Santos play Paraná. Padana um, is, is a team in Curitiba, and sometimes they're in the first division. Most of the time, they're in the second or third division. This happened to be one of the years. They're in the first division. Santos was playing. I was like, ah, I'm in the Padana Stadium because that's the city that my, my wife uh, grew up. And, and, uh, but I wanted the Santos shirt because they're the more famous club. We bought a, a counterfeit Santos shirt outside that stadium for five dollars now of course it was probably worth about uh 30 or 40 hay ice um so it's not cheap necessarily for them 
but the American dollar was strong at that time. And the count and the translation, it, it really caught, it cost me uh, like $5 for that, for that, uh, for that, for that game, for that ticket, for that uh, shirt. Jeez, I can't talk. Baldwin saying Ed needs IT support. All right, so Ed's trying again. Let's bring. Let's try bringing him in again. I can hear you, Ed. I hear some kids. I can hear you too. How are you doing tonight? Good, Peter. As, as you can see, I wasn't prepared. No, you know my office. It ain't the same today, you know, the green screen isn't back there, so I was kind of in a hurry to try to get everything connected. My my granddaughter wants to say hello. Oh, no, she's walking away because her mama said no. Um, <laughs> but um, what did you cover so far? You, you covered the whole presentation? No, not really. We, I, You know, the funny thing is, you know how I get on uh, random conversations? I, I really didn't touch on the presentation a whole lot, more so the atmosphere of the event and, and the rain and the and stuff like that and then started getting on other conversations with the group but um you know but let's let's get to that in just a second because i'm getting i'm getting yelled at in the chat from everybody telling me to play uh one world one goals uh, voicemail <laughs> so, so let's do that hey peter and uncle ed will be coming later and all the great fans shout out to everybody in the room all you guys are such wonderful diehard fans some of you are newer some of you've been there the OGs from way back in the fusion days. Some people are even later from, I mean earlier, from striker days, striker likers they were, to fusion autos, to Miami Ultras to now. It's amazing if you think about it, the growth of the league and, you know, that they were able to, to put this on, of course, because that's just the way everything in Miami goes. There was like a torrential rain and, you know, they had to basically cancel the concert and, I think it's it's great. I think there's, um, you know, that was unfortunate with the people running in to see, you know, there's like a little bit of a messy panic that's been created on social media, but that'll die down. And, um, you know, with the whole thing with the gates, and I don't know how the scanner works in the rain, but in the old days you, you rolled up, you had a ticket, and this is going way back. And, you know, there were, you didn't even have to do these bags, checks, and metal detectors and all this other hoopla. So, unfortunately, we're in a different world, but fortunately, we can all see online. Of course, they need to work on the Apple production because the, obviously it was raining, but, you know, everyone was complaining about the microphones are still not working. And they definitely need to put microphones down by the supporters because it sounded like, you know, a golf event with nobody cheering. I'm like, I can't believe it. But anyway, um, you guys are doing a great job. I want to give a special shout out to somebody like Julio, Uncle Ed, Peter, the Corys, uh, Max. There was a few people in the beginning, like Peter will tell you, they would have a fan club meeting and there was like, if they were lucky, 12 people showed up. Fernando Fiore went. I know Diego went to a couple of the events where they were trying to get people to show up and spread the word that we might get a soccer team. And now look, they have a whole unveiling, which of course, I hope they keep all that wonderful um, idea of doing, you know, players in a concert and maybe we can do like a fusion ring thing once the Messi Mania dies down either next year or 
when it's the 25-year anniversary. But I want to give a special shout-out to David Beckham for having the patience and to the Moss family as well. And, of course, Victoria Beckham. She always looks fabulous. And thank them for believing in our dream. Love you guys. Love the show. Don't count on them doing an event like this ever again for unless it's somebody of that level. I would just say that. Don't don't think that, that this is going to become the norm. <laughs> They're not doing this for the fusion. As much as we right. like the fusion, love the fusion, they don't they don't feel the same way. It's not happening. Yeah. But uh, but but Ed, she she yeah, touched on some the actual event. So I haven't really talked about the event itself. So clearly it seemed to me like the music portion was supposed to happen first to hype up the crowd and then the actual announcement would have happened. But it got flipped because of the rain. Yeah, at this point, it's raining. It, 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 the, the night was ruined for so many people like yourself that right. just do the announcements, right, and get it done. Um, and I've seen online a lot of people bitching and moaning saying that they didn't like the event. That it Now, I did hear somebody from a friend of ours that, that it was supposed to be a Super Bowl level of an event. Okay, it wasn't Super Bowl level, right? But it was still damn good event and really cool and very well done. Audio issues could have been because of the rain, but you know they they did they they seemed to work it out a little bit because I rewatched it on Apple TV and in the middle of David's speech it got better, not great, but got better. But yeah. I thought overall, just I'll wrap it up real quick here. Overall, I thought. It was an amazing event. Was it perfect? No. Weather had a lot to do with that. But it was awesome. So stop bitching, people. What did you think, Ed? Because I know it was different for you. You had to pack well, up and go back home and watch it on Apple TV. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I was. We were the kids, so we, uh, you know, we just can you know, get them, you know, wet and stuff. So it kind of like, you know, it put a damper in our whole, you know, plans. But damper, um, I. I gotta tell you, I did see um, a portion of it on on um, on TV and all that, mm -hmm. and uh, on Apple TV, and the production there was not that great, to tell you the truth. Uh, the sound quality was not good. Okay. But I gotta tell you, I don't know who else or were there. There were other um, uh, websites and stuff that had the the same event. It must have been their, you know. Apple TV's cameras or Inter Miami's cameras or whatever, but the production was so much better. The sound was better, so so I don't know what Apple TV, you know, uh, you know, was was why their production came out so blah blah. I guess you could say. So uh, I don't. But, but I, I don't so know how that I, works. I don't know if I agree with that because I watched. I so I came home from the event. I did make it in, you know, to the event. And, and, um, after getting home and showering and all that kind of stuff and getting cleaned up, I just turned on the event and watched it all over again because I did miss a little tiny bit from leaving and coming back. Um, but I thought it was the video quality was great on Apple TV. I mean, of course it, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's different for different people depending on how you're watching it or what, but audio for sure. That was a little bit of an issue. I've, like I said, I did notice it got better while um, Beckham was talking, but right. And that and everybody, I think it's so funny. And this is bad for Apple 
Apple gets blamed for all of this. Whenever there is any kind of in a in a game, uh, the last Inter Miami game was what against St. Louis? I think it was that game where there was audio issues. Was it the St. Louis game or the DC United game? Either one. One of their away games recently, there was audio issues where it was going up and down, up and down. I'm trying to watch the stinking game and I'm having to turn the volume up or turn it down, turn it up or turn it down. Or the crowd was loud, but the announcers were not. And you go online and everybody just bitches and moans. And I know I sound like an Apple apologist. And I am. But having said that... um, and it's not Apple's fault. It's it's whoever MLS yeah. hires to produce the games. I think it was IMG something or other. Um, it's whoever, in this case, it's whoever Inter-Miami slash MLS hired to put on the production. All well, Apple that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of weird because, I mean, I watched it, you know, most of it live because I got home by the time sure. it was on. And um and that you know I don't know maybe it changed. Maybe I watched the replay. It. Maybe maybe oh. I don't know if the live the bit you know how like the bit rate maybe was low for the stream. I don't know, but the I watched the replay. It's, it's, it's just the you know I watched another website. They had the same presentation. Yeah. You know they bootlegs or whatever. Right. But theirs was better than the one that I saw on Apple TV. So I was just like. You know, how could that be that their, you know, their, their, their sound systems better. You could hear everybody better. You, the, the cameras looked even better. And I was just like, that has, I got to say that has to be then a user experience, a, a, a issue on, on, on say your connection with Apple TV on that particular night or the bandwidth of Apple TV. No, no, it, but it's a whole well, production. The whole production was different. No, I get I it. I mean, but it also could be, hang on, I'm just thinking this through. If more people were on the Apple TV app than ever have been on that Apple TV app before, it could slow things down, which then adds to a poor image quality. That doesn't explain how it would be better on a, a pirated place because they're, they're pirating it from the same place. So that doesn't, unless the pirated thing is coming from a different country where it's coming in more clear. I don't know. Or, but, or they have different camera angles and stuff. But forget about something. forget about the Apple TV portion of it. What did you think oh. about the production of the event? The camera angles oh. I thought were really cool. While while um, you know Jorge and I saw somebody was saying that uh, the speech Jorge gave gave him chills. It was a great speech. I love how Jorge goes from English to Spanish back and forth. I love that. That. He is a communicator. He knows how to get. He is. He, he's really he's, good. He's used. First off, he's used to giving speeches to to like, you a know, a lot of people, p- people like rallying his workers, right, and getting them to believe in the company. Uh, he he you know, should philosophy. have been a politician, right? <laughs> he can he can get the base got riled he up. And, you'll get my vote. And, but while while the, these guys are all talking, they keep cutting to drone shots of the crowd and the pink lights in the stadium. I mean, they did a great job. That stage looked awesome right off the bat because it's got a video screen on the stage. My daughter said, oh, did they steal that idea from Taylor Swift? Because, you know, Tay-Tay had it on her on her uh, concert. Tay-Tay. Everything. She doesn't call her that, but some people do. Um, oh. You know, I think she might have said that before. But... Uh, 
you know, everything is compared to Taylor Swift. But of course, I thought I thought the production value was was overall really good. What I had a problem with inside the stadium. So I ended up standing over with the supporters because that's just I arrived a little bit late. And also the I've already talked about that. I had two tickets, but I brought there was three of us. And there was supposed to be four of us, but one girl got sick. Um, So we stood over the supporters. We kind of just squeezed in. Luckily, everybody there in the Southern Legion, you know, knows me and and is welcoming. And they helped me just kind of nudge in a space that I really probably shouldn't have been. But um, it it all was good. And uh, but the sound of the speeches, I thought was kind of low volume over in the supporter section compared to I I was walking into the stadium when David Beckham was giving his speech cuz I I ended up getting a little late. I heard it more clear outside the stadium than I did in the supporter section. So just the way the speakers were oriented or whatever, I thought was a little off, but I don't know. I just saw so many people uh, 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 commenting, um, uh, you know, that that this was, you know, a garbage event. Other people saying, oh, it's a garbage stadium. They clearly aren't inner Miami fans. So I don't care what they think. But (laughs) (laughs) But it looked really cool. So full, you know, uh, you know, all these people just, you know, they're getting wet and they don't care. It Uh, was, you know, I like. When I decided to leave, and you know, I did come back, but when I decided to leave, a lot of people had left around me. And I and obviously those people decided to come back as well. They just went to, hey, it's a delay, let me leave and I'll come back. Because that stadium was full. Right. It was awesome. And one thing I liked, and I was I I they need to keep, you know how they had all those pink lights. Yeah. On, and and they were at what? They were on the field, I think, but they were facing towards the crowd. They need to incorporate those kind of pink lights somewhere inside the stadium, like all the time. Now, I know obviously you wouldn't have the pink lights on during the match, but like, you know, whenever they turn off the lights for the presentations of the players or the halftime, you know, they do their their light show. We need those those pink lights look badass. Yeah. So what else, Ed? What what else? What so so you watched you watched so you can't answer this question because you watched it online. They didn't show on the live performance. Did they show any of the performers? They, they actually didn't. They cut off. Uh, right, that's right, what I thought. Yeah, they it cut off right before the uh, they they mentioned the the first person was going to go on and then blip that was it. It was over, which I was kind of disappointed because I was just like you know you want to see the whole see the whole event. Well, that's actually what threw right. me off a little bit, too, because so this event was supposed to start at 630. But Apple, if you go on to their on the MLS season pass, it, it already had a scheduled program for 830. So and I knew that there was going to be more than like the music was the pre-show, but I thought I had heard it was like an hour pre-show, but that's a two hour window of what's going on there. So they they had already planned on doing their their broadcast at 8:30 regardless. And so they were never planning on showing the music. I think they should have showed the in full event, but 
there was some hype around possibly there being some people like Bad Bunny and Shakira and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, a lot of people were telling me, you know, uh, hey, I thought, you know, because then they saw Zuna and uh, I forgot who the other person was. Zuna uh, canceled as well. Know. Oh, he did? Oh. He didn't come uh, out apparently because of the rain. I don't know. Oh, wow. Wait. Well, everybody else uh, dealt with it. But yeah, so there was only who, who else came on? It was only uh, Camilo. So I don't know all their names, Ed. I'd have to. I, we were texting, back, chatting back and forth at one point where we said the names. But it was um, supposedly going to be what Bad Bunny. It was going to be Shakira. It was going to be Maluma. You know, those were the ones that everybody thought was going to come, and you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're they're not on there. So, you know, who came up with that? People, people, you know, just make things up, I guess, right? So. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was rumored. So, okay, musical guests were Camilo, uh, Ozuna is supposed to, but he he did not. Tiago, PZK, and Paulo Londra. Um, I'm sure I butchered those names. I never heard of any of those, and that was my question to you. Uh, oh, and oh, here Kata put him in the chat also at the same time. Um, do you know these people? Have you heard of any of them? Anoy, they... Anoy. Camilo saying uh, Anoy was another one. Camilo, you, you've heard of him? No, um, but Camilo was just telling me that. That was that was the other person that should have been, or I don't know if they, they were on. on I don't know. Well, so, so Camilo came out and he played a guitar and his wife sang with him a little bit. He had a weird voice. I don't know who he is. Um, and then this Brett DJ Bresh, that this guy Bresh or whatever, who the worst DJ? Did you guys agree? The worst DJ. Anybody that was there, he didn't even like blend from one song to the next. It was like hard cuts. It was like my daughter and her friend who are like into music, you know, and they're like, what the heck? It was like no transition. It was it was wow. it was it was bad. But I didn't recognize any of these people and 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 again i'm not the target audience as far as that goes i'm the, i'm the target audience for the soccer but not for the latin uh, culture right i'm as gringo as gringo gets um and i think you guys all know that but i was just wondering if these are known names like are these people that that latinos get excited about right i know that camilo guy he's he's somewhat known you got that His weird mustache is- or something yeah, yeah, he's got that that stash thing going. Yeah, um, and his uh, wife, I think, is the daughter of a real famous Venezuelan singer, Montaner, I think. And um, but yeah, all the other ones I don't know. I mean, my daughter was here telling you know saying the names at, at me, and I have no a new way or something like that. He, she said, and I have no idea who that is. So, I'll tell you, uh, it wasn't it wasn't you know, you know nobody that I knew. Yeah, and that's what I was. I mean, the 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 first few acts definitely had the crowd hyped, even though it was out of order, right? It should have been the beginning, but it was in the end. Um, but the person you don't want to be is the last guy that performed, which I think was Paulo Londra, and and he cleared the stadium. He started performing, and the stadium emptied out. <laughs> he, wow! He he cleared the stadium. It was it was wow. like nobody cared to hear him. And I guess if you think about it, he would have been the last performer. If it's the same order, he would have been right. the last performer before the Messi announcement, which that should be the headline. 
to some extent, right? right. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It was still fun, even though I didn't know any of the songs, I didn't know any of the the, the performers. It was still fun. And what was even more fun were while these performers are all trying to do the professional act and all that kind of stuff, you've got messy kids and other kids kicking the ball around on the field. Sergio Busquets' uh, uh, kid was also there. Yeah. Uh, I I, I thought it was really funny. I saw a video where uh, one of Messi's kids nutmegged him. I don't know if you (laughs) saw that. I saw, I, I didn't see him nutmegging any of the adults, but they were doing it to each other. All these ki- and these kids had some skills, but right. it was funny because you got the performers that are performing and these kids are all just kicking the ball around and sometimes they're getting a little bit close to the stage and you'd have a parent or a security or somebody kind of usher them like over, like hey, come back over here a little bit. It was pretty, it was kind of funny. Um, One world, one goal is saying um, they aren't big names, Peter, other than Camilo and Ozuna. But hey, we had Bob Marley's son at a fusion game. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but I, yeah, I never heard of any of them. But you said Ozuna didn't play. No. Bruno's asking me, isn't the wifey Brazilian? And don't you go to Medellin all the time for work? No saison has rubbed off on you yet? No, has not. <laughs> and the wifey oh. is Brazilian, but she doesn't listen to that kind of music. She listens to worship music all the time. So she's not listening to that. She so, to Christian, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Latin visa, uh, the Latin visa guy uh, says people left because that moment was the announcement Ozuna was not coming. To perform. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. They, See, I didn't know that. So they, they announced great. it and people and that's why people left. I guess I didn't catch the announcement. I just was watching the music. And, and look, like I said, I'm not the target audience for it, but I enjoyed it. And so that's just talking about the production of it all. It was fun. And if right. I don't I don't know, some people expected more. I don't know what they expected. Did they expect, I did see somebody make a comment that they thought they were going to see some sort of World Cup kind of performance. How much money do you think, I mean, come on, World Cup level performances? I know Messi's a big deal, but still, this is MLS, folks. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, it, it was. What do you expect? The, the good thing, Peter, is that it was the talk of the town. I mean, at work, everybody was talking okay, about good. it. Okay, good. You know, uh, people that I was meeting out in the streets, they were talking about it. So it was, you know, it was, everybody was, this was, you know, the event, uh, you know, in, in South Florida. Everybody's talking about it, everybody's excited. Everybody's like, you know, the only regret a lot of people are saying is the stadium's too small. Uh, I got that a lot. Stadium too small, you know, not going to be able to afford to go see a game. Um, you know, that's that's a concern that a lot of people have. And they're, they're like, you know, yeah, I'd love to go, but I'm probably, you know, it's probably out of my budget. Right. Where you know, it, it's going to be hard to get, I mean, 20, 22,000 people, I mean, that's too small of a stadium. They're like, you know, they should play the Dolphins. Everybody's saying the same thing. Sure. But we are, we've kind of gone over why that can't happen, um, you know, with 
relevant sports, uh, you know, being, being a Steven Ross's company that is also a soccer promoter, just like soccer United marketing is for MLS. So that's, that, those books, are the issues probably. there. Those mm -hmm. are the issues there. There's, there's bigger issues for, for that. So, um, but you know, for me, when I was watching, I don't get starstruck. I, I, I just don't, um, my daughter was though. And like I said, she doesn't even care about soccer, but she was just like, Messi. And, and then also when we were leaving, um, the way we were walking out, we just happened to walk by the, uh, back of the stadium where, um, the, the cars were leaving and Beckham was leaving at that point. So we saw Beckham drive off and he was driving. He didn't have a driver. He was driving his big black SUV. I don't know, Suburban. I don't know what it was. Lincoln. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But uh, my daughter is like, David, <laughs> freaking out. It was cute. But um, <coughs> I lost you, my train. You'd figure she'd probably be more crazy about her uh, Beckham's son. She was interested. She was like, oh, but, and then we looked him up and it's like, she's like, oh yeah, that he brought, cause we could see that he brought a blonde and, and the blonde was his, is his uh, young wife or something. Um, but no, I think that was a little kid that may, might be his girlfriend. Cause it no, wasn't, uh, it wasn't Romeo. No, 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 no. The other Brooklyn or whatever his name is. There, there's one son that's got a long, not long hair, but moppy hair. And he's, he's right. got a blonde woman. There's lots of pictures of them. David did also bring his younger daughter. He brought his younger daughter. He bought brought that son. I'm not sure if his if that's Brooklyn or I don't, the I don't know. Son. Mm -hmm. um, I know who Romeo looks like only because he played for our team, right? But the but um, um, it was you know. it was. But again, Brooklyn anyways, I was Romeo, got off on tangent. I, I don't get one. I don't I don't get starstruck. But at that moment when I'm watching him wave and everything like that, and at one point he's just kind of messy. Is just kind of standing out on the field watching the kids play and they just drop a spotlight on him just because it's messy where he's not doing anything you know but they're dropping a spotlight on him just because it's it's his night and uh as that's happening i'm thinking to myself damn that's pretty cool this guy's gonna be playing for my team in my hometown stadium every weekend for every other weekend that's pretty damn cool. You know, it, it, it finally kind of hits home that this guy at this level is playing for us. I mean, that's pretty, right. pretty amazing. It is, man. I, I kind of, another thing I wanted to bring up, you know, I feel like Sergio Busquets wasn't, you know, <laughs> he should have been in the spotlight too. Barely. They, he got they, it. He got yeah, a little. They, you know, of course, Messi's the you know, best player in of the course. world. but. Busquets is a pretty big deal. He's a World Cup champion. You know, I, I just really should have had like a different event for him or something. You know, he spoke English. He, 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 yeah, I was impressed. That was I cool. like that. Mm -hmm. He spoke English and he did great. I thought that was really, really cool. Hey, at least they, they gave him a present. He, look, he knows where he is in this hierarchy. He, he knows that, you know, he's Messi's bitch, you know, in this kit, in this scenario, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Here, my wife is saying uh, she's got to learn. He's got to learn. It was funny because she's like, "Oh, he's got a terrible accent." She said, "I was like, but he's speaking. He's doing it." <laughs> let's hear. Let's, let's hear your wife do make say the same thing. Let's hear her say it. Right, right. No. Yeah, put her on the spot. There you go. Um, can can she hear me? 
<laughs> oh, and and uh, my wife's saying um, that uh, if uh, Beckham could could speak in Spanish, so could you. Hey, I could do what Beckham did, and he said a couple words that he wrote down. I could do that. You know, for example, here, you want it? <laughs> that's true. Everything. That's all he did is he read it from his phone. I could do that. Um, I here. Mm -hmm. You want some Spanish? Wait, let, let, get, get your wife over here. Por favor, manténgase alejado de las puertas. Bienvenidos al mundo de Disney. All right, there you go. <laughs> She's like, bravo. See, I got a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's listening to everything. <laughs> Kata, Kata was mentioning here that Busquets was treated like an appetizer, <laughs> which is true. And, and, but yet, he's gonna. I think he's going to be great. And somebody was asking if he's going to be uh, playing in this Friday's game. I'd say yes. Um, I th the plan is for both of them to play. And then I think somebody else was commenting uh, earlier if – uh, they would play in the Atlanta game, which is the, the next League's Cup game. I mean, if, and I guess the question is because of turf. So there was some comment that a friend of ours sent to us saying that MLS is looking into potentially putting grass on all those turf fields whenever Messi shows up. That's the kind that, of treatment uh... you get when you're Messi. Yeah, they don't want him to get injured, Peter. And he probably oh, he's no. probably concerned. You know, turf you can you know really hurt yourself. So, you know, time for these people to put that put that money to work. Don't injure the best player in the world. That's Leave right. That's right. For a while. So, I would expect. I would expect. Um, oh, the Atlanta game is at our home. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. I got mixed up. Uh, because I do remember that turf conversation. That is true. That's the game I chose not to buy tickets for. That's right. That's right. Because I spent a bunch of money. We spent a bunch of money on the, the Friday game. I was like, one expensive game is enough. I'll watch that one on TV. So thank you for that, Eric. Yeah. But still, the point is still there. Because some people are asking the question, will Messi play on in Seattle, in uh, Atlanta, in um, Portland? And, you know, possibly putting down... Turf. Like Sports Shorts is saying, I know all the stadiums in the World Cup had to, had to switch to grass. Exactly. Well, it's Anto a World Cup. They have to. Antonino Salomon is asking, if is Ramos signing with Inter-Miami? What do you think, Ed? I don't know, man. It's, uh, there's uh, still a couple players that are supposedly going to sign. Uh, I don't think he's... I don't... I, I mean... We do need a defender, man, and he's pretty scrappy. He's he's tough. Uh, it could work out, you know, but uh, we don't have a DP spot for him. I, you start wondering for about the money. We actually, we do. Well, so, okay, wh who are our DPs? We got Messi. Sergio Busquets. He's not a DP, right? Oh, right. No, he was Sergio, a DP. Yeah. They did end up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All the talk was George he was going to be a TAM player. But he ended up being a DP. And then Campana is our DP. So we get, those are our three DPs. Gregory was, but they've already bought him down. And they, and, they, and they terminated. That was interesting with Pizarro is that they didn't use the buyout clause. Terminated the contract, which means Pizarro was on board. Because 
They owed him money. They, he could have said, no, you pay me, and they have to buy out his contract. He chose. There was some, I read, there was a rumor out there that he was willing to play for free for, for the free. year. Yeah. Because he wanted to play with Messi. I mean, I think uh, that's the thing. A lot of people would do that just to play with Messi, man. Yeah, that's crazy. But they couldn't because I guess you just can't do that, you know? It's not allowed or something. Yeah. Or um, they could have paid him less or something. I, I don't know. That would that would have been interesting because, um, you know, that would have been – I mean, I, I think that would have – we would have been one hell of a team with him on there. I think he could have sure. you know, played sure. off of – of uh you know of Messi really well with Busquets that would have been really interesting man yeah I think we would have been really strong Baldwin is uh mentioning Campana is a young DP it still counts as one of the three DPs young DP still counts as one of your three DPs it's just a smaller cap hit cap hit for a DP is 651,000 something like that so there's no space for for um for uh, Ramos, Ramos. At this stage. Unless right. they sell off Campana, figure a way to buy him down. I don't know if you can, but maybe there's more TAM money out there. Um, or, you know, you're just renegotiating his contract in some way. I mean, if they buy his contract down, you're not renegotiating. He's just paying, getting paid in a different way. It's just league mechanisms. So, um, so the young DP is still a DP. What, what the argument is as far as um, other kind of DP spots is that U22 initiative. That's where these players like Gomez are, are coming in as. I mean, they're, they're uh, right here, uh, and Esteban is correcting the U22 initiatives. Um, that's where we're getting those additional young players, but they're all like 20 years old and stuff like that. And Campana does not qualify for a U, as a U22 because of the rules and stuff like that. You, it has to have been your first contract, and and there's just a bunch of ridiculous rules. But he 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 did not. Kata is saying Campana has been a bust. I don't agree. No, I love Campana. I think he's great. Is he had a down season so far? Yes, but so is the whole team. Nobody's feeding the ball. Hey, there's 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 some talk about there's a team interested in Joseph Martinez out there. Really? Luton. Who? Oh, here, Akata's mentioning it down here. I was he, he uh, Luton Town. They're now in the EPL, and they're apparently interested in Joseph. Let him go. Sell his ass. Yeah. Let him go. Let him fly. I think that he's more of a bust. I would say, you expected a lot from from him, and you know, but he's still probably going to be with the team. It'll be interesting with with Messi, uh, with Campana. I mean, if we can go with two forwards and he could play back as a as as a number ten, that would be really interesting. Let's see what Friday looks like. Friday's right around the corner. You and I will be at the game. I mean, um, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be fun. Um, So Eric is, is, is telling me that if we buy down Campana, then we will not be able to sign the other U22 players because we automatically become ineligible. See, again, all the wacky MLS rules. Um, I didn't know that. And I'm, pr I'm pretty up to date on the rules, but it's hard to know them all. So, yeah, I mean, okay, there you go. 
Some yes. wacky MLS rules. You have to have, I guess, a, a young DP in order to open up the U22 slots. I'd have to, I have to go read the rules again, but, uh, you know. I don't know if you listened to the interview that they did to um, to uh, Don Garber, but he did say something did. about them trying to make the rules more um, more flexible. I think he said, or "Was it flexible?" Or did he say, "No, no more to make them more simple." Is what he said. Oh God, they knew what the MLS needs to do. I understand the salary cap. Just have a salary cap. Remove all these rules. You raise the salary. The problem, I guess, with that is you would still never be able to assign a Messi because he'll always be more than the salary cap, right? So you could still simplify it by, okay, you're allowed to still have three designated players, but then all those other rules go out the window and it's just a salary cap. You raise the salary cap and that's it. There's no more U22, young DP, this and that, and all that nonsense, Tam and Gam and all mm -hmm. that stupid stuff. <laughs> Just have Tam and Gam. Tam, targeted allocated money and then general allocated money. Stupid. So. All right, Ed. I think uh, any other last thoughts? We've gone on rambling and stuff. Any last thoughts on the uh, the show and, and, and what's coming? Hey. No, did you did you um um did you cover the uh, the loss already? No, we were just talking about the event. This for me, this was all about just talking about the event. <laughs> well, Let's, we're moving forward, Ed. We're not talking about the past. It's all what's going on in the future. We don't want to talk about losing three nothing. There we go to us an expansion team who's supposed to be bad, okay. but they're not. They're really good. Well, well, we'll see if we get any good with the uh, new additions that we've got. Uh, I can't wait till Jordi Alba comes because I sure. you know, that's going to complete the trifecta, so to speak. Um, you know, those, those you know experienced players mixed in with all these young players that we have. I want to see how that looks. I want to see how Campana looks with somebody that can actually feed him the ball. Same thing with Joseph. I think Joseph could, you know, it'll be like another Higuain when he, when he got uh, Pozuelo, you know, mm -hmm. you know, revive his career. That that could happen. Yeah, anything can happen. It's 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 uh, you know, it's, it, it can only go up. It can only go up from here, Ed. There's no way to get any worse. So, anyways, Ant Antonino is asking uh, Alba won't be a DP. He can't be. We don't have any more DP spots. So no. So. And, and an all word, word, word is he's 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 in. It's happening. It's not a maybe anymore. It's happening. It's just a matter of him having a baby and then coming in town and signing. Got to get here. So, yep, make it happen. All right, Ed. I think uh, I I got nothing else. I think that's it today. We normally should have been a Spanish show, but we decided to go with the with uh, since you know we were busy on Sunday. We decided to do the English show today. I think it worked out pretty well. Unfortunately, I'm always late, but <laughs> I'm here. You showed up, and that was that was what was important. You know, I could ramble. That's not that big a deal, but it's always better when uh, when you're here. So that's uh, it's good that you, you you made it in. And that's to remind people. I'm going to start promoting it a lot more. But there is a giveaway that we're going to right. Do. I did touch on it a little bit. 
but uh, go ahead and, and, and put your spin on it. Kids, if you want to go to a, a watch a, a Messi, the GOAT himself, at a game and you don't have season tickets, well, you know, all you got to do is subscribe to us. And not only will you get to see the GOAT himself, you'll be able to go to VIP. We have a, a great friend of ours that you know, has donated two tickets. Yep. And you guys get to pick either Peter Brown or myself to hang out with in the VIP with you. So pick me. Pick, pick me, me. Pick me. Pick me. So it's all you can drink, all you can eat. Uh, you get to hang out with one of us. You you pick who. And, I mean, what more can you ask for? And you get yeah. to watch Messi. All we, uh, we got to do is get to 5,000 subscribers. So help us. Get to 5,000. And we're going to start promoting. I'm going to start promoting starting tomorrow, Peter Brown. All right. I know I owe you an image, but I did make you an image. You can use that one for now. But <laughs> I'll use that one. I know I owe I'll you another image. We'll but um, anyways. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching. Oh, and it was mentioned in here earlier, and I, I'm not sure if One World is mentioning the same thing again, but there is a live training session uh, tomorrow with Messi that is going to be on Apple TV. So check that out, too. So, you know, that should be fun to watch. I'll watch it. I'm, I'll be watching it. What time does it start? Do you know? I have no idea. I mean, all right, fine. You want to? <laughs> fine, let me look for it. We might as well give him the full the full details. I mean, I, it is an Apple program, and I have an Apple computer here. So, so it's, it's a supposedly open door, so I imagine they're going to train inside the stadium. Yeah, open door. Does that mean we could have gone if we wanted to? Yep, that's what I think. I don't know because I didn't get any message I, from my season ticket from our rep or anything saying that we could go. I think I, I think I did see that in uh, you know in somewhere. Yeah, well, I'm door. not going to it just because I do have to work, but um, in the morning. But yeah, eight forty-five in the morning. Bienvenido, Messi. Training begins. It's on Apple TV, so I'll just watch it. Um, but there you go. Nice. All so. right. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching. You know the routine. Please like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you next week. People are saying you owe them a Spanish show, Ed. I, I do. All right. Well, definitely next week. See you, everybody. Guys.